Listen, you probably don't have time to listen to a ton of podcasts or read through dozens of websites or articles because, hey, your interview is probably coming up soon, right? Check out Equipped Essentials, the all-in-one, easy-to-follow digital book that provides you with every tip, framework, and suggestion all in one place. You'll walk away with the nuts and bolts, essentially, that you need. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a two-page interview prep worksheet, making your prep painless and foolproof. Just follow the steps right on there. Head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash books and put all the guesswork behind you. Get your copy of Equipped Essentials today. Equippedinterview.com forward slash books. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Equipped Interview Podcast. After 15 years of being interviewed and interviewing others, I'm here to build your confidence, help you stand out, and get the dream job. I'm your host, Joshua Tinky, and this is episode nine. All right, well, today's episode is very, very timely. Uh, most, if not all, job interviews right now are seem to be happening through video. So what I want you to do is set yourself up for success using five simple tricks. Let's do it. But first, a brief interruption. Today's podcast is brought to you by my free resource, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide. Do you need to kickstart your interview prep or just not sure where to start in general? Check out this easy-to-follow worksheet that walks you through the foundational but most critical steps to get yourself ready for an interview. You'll walk away with a clear picture of how ready you are and what steps to take next to be fully prepared. Just head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash start and download the free guide. The Interview Prep Quick Start Guide. Again, equippedinterview.com forward slash start. All right, our outline agenda for today is pretty simple. I'm going to walk you walk us through five main or primary tips around how to win the, the video job interview, and really two extra bonus tips because I just couldn't limit myself to five. There are a lot of things to talk about here, and uh, I want to dive into all of them. We'll take a look at technology tips, appearance tips, and then those uh, couple extras. And then we'll just get, get into answering a couple of questions I received recently, and that'll be it. So let's dive right in. All right, let's look at technology first. That's the big one. That's the main reason we're having this conversation today. Just about everyone is doing a video interview when they have an interview. So technology is certainly first and foremost, front and center for all of us. There's some basics here. I'm going to try to talk about a couple things that not everyone, um, I'm, I've read a lot of articles on this. I've heard, seen a lot of tips and heard a lot of conversations. Um, this first tip I'm going to give you is not one that I've heard a lot about, but I've experienced a few things recently that make me want to share it with you, and I hope you do it. Tip number one, upgrade your internet. Sounds super basic, but it's not something you would have typically thought to do. Uh, maybe your company has offered to help pay for that. Great. If you're working for somewhere, um, if you're not working for somewhere and uh, you you don't want to absorb the cost, just think about the benefit that there is there. I, I was recently in an interview where um, someone actually had to go to audio only due to the low bandwidth of their internet or it was choppy, it was breaking up. And while hey, I'm the first to admit, most of us are pretty pretty forgiving and giving a lot of grace in this kind of this kind of time right now and um, lenient. And it certainly is not going to be something where that's the make or break decision, whether to hire someone or not, is, is their internet quality. However, you just, you want to give yourself the best chance to um, set yourself apart and look prepared and rehearsed and having a, an internet that causes you to 
or internet speed rather that causes you to be choppy and break in and out. It just, it creates a poor experience and they may not get the best version of you in that interview. So I think it's highly worth whatever the amount is. Check to see what it, see what speed you are, see what you can upgrade to. Just make sure that that's not an issue. Um, I've seen some, some recommendations and I certainly go for this too. If you have someone in your house, see if you can limit streaming or limit other or video use while you're in the interview just so you don't have that added distraction uh, as well because hey think about it you're in an interview you're already a little bit nervous and your internet starts cutting in and out or you're being told by the hiring manager that they can't quite see you or hear you you start to get way way more stressed out and even more nervous than you were before and it might throw you off your game so again that has the possibility of impacting your your candidacy if you're thrown off your game too so tip number one upgrade your internet I don't think you'll regret it. Sticking with technology for a minute here, tip number two, get familiar with and practice with a software that they're going to use. You get an interview invite, they're going to tell you what it is, whether it's probably not Skype, but maybe Skype, Skype, WebEx, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, whatever it is, a couple different things I want you to do here. Within whatever time frame that you have, get familiar with it, that's number one download it, look at look at the instructions, whatever, practice with it, but also go ahead and YouTube a few different uh, things ahead of time. Here, here's what I recommend. So look for common issues with that particular software. Search that, say, hey, common, common problems with whatever, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, etc. Look at what they are and then watch YouTube or wherever you want to do it to waste a troubleshoot it. Watch others do it and actually practice with it. You'll, it's, you may just, don't assume you don't have the issues that others have. You're going to be in the interview. You want it to be seamless. You want it to go your way. So just practice ahead of time. Get in there with the software and figure out what those common issues are with that particular software. Know how to use it. Um, I, I recently had a candidate, and I, and I felt bad. It's nothing that, uh, I don't think it's anything he did or, or whatever it was, but the, the candidate was sideways the entire time. And we tried to troubleshoot it, couldn't figure it out. So we just had to move on and just uh, get used to it. But that's the kind of thing where you don't want you don't want that to be distracting you the entire interview as the candidate, knowing that you're showing up sideways to the hiring manager on the video. Um, figure those things out ahead of time, just so it does, again doesn't distract the hiring manager, doesn't distract you. And fine, there there may be situations where you're just not going to see ahead of time. Fine, but try to prevent as many of those as you can, so that you're more confident going into that interview, knowing what the potential problems are, how to potentially fix them, or just not have any problems altogether. You're you're super comfortable with Zoom or WebEx or whatever it is because you've practiced with it. You've done a mock situation with maybe a friend or a spouse or something like that. So, practice, practice, practice. Probably the most basic tip that I have, but. I've seen enough issues um, over the last couple of weeks of, of interviews that I've been doing that it's absolutely worth sharing with you that you need to, to try this out. Let's move a little bit down the road here to appearance. We talked a little bit about technology, a couple basic tips there. Appearance, also some basics, but you've, I, I feel like I need to say this where don't take for granted some of the things that you do in a regular in-person interview. Please do them in, in a virtual interview on video. So here's what I mean by that. Tip number three. Look at the camera, not yourself. If you're in a room with someone, what are you doing? You're looking at them. You're looking at their eyes, hopefully making good eye contact as with any human interaction. If you're on video, it's actually even easier for, for a lot of us. Think about this. If you're, if you're an extrovert, it's actually probably pretty easy for you in a room 
to maintain eye contact and if you're or if you're good at eye contact sometimes um, those that process internally look away from eyes as they think through answers. Um, sometimes that's introvert, sometimes it's not, but those, how you process information can sometimes affect where you look in the room and you have to maybe focus on actually maintaining eye contact in person. Try to take this, if, if that's you, take advantage of the fact that you're virtual now. All you need to do is look at that little piece of the laptop, that little circle, the camera on your screen, and just look at that. You're not, you're not needing to worry about maintaining eye contact, but it, to the interviewer, the hiring manager, of course, it feels like you're maintaining eye contact the whole time. So if that's often a struggle for you in the in-room setting, great. Make up for it in this type of setting here. But just in general, for everyone, make sure you're not focusing on yourself in the interview. Maybe you, you keep yourself view on to make sure everything looks good, but then take it away, get rid of it so you're not distracted by yourself throughout the interview. Um, and just make sure you have eye contact throughout. One thing I'll add here is if you have multiple screens or multiple even cameras, make sure you're looking at the right one. Maybe that sounds obvious too, but I, I did have a recent situation, a couple situations where um, I did remind the candidate which camera to look at based on, I guess they had a couple different ones there, maybe one on a laptop, one on an external camera, what have you. That goes back to practicing, making sure you know what your, your configuration looks like, what your setup is going to be. Get it all worked out ahead of time. Figure that out and, and make sure you, throughout the interview, continue to look at the camera, not yourself. Tip number four, go ahead and get the background, the lighting or just the things in your periphery, things around you, get it correct. So what do I mean by that exactly? Let's start with the basics. So you think about the background, think what's behind you. Is it a plain wall? That could be fine. Is it a kind of humanizing type of, you know, make it real? Um, what's your room look like? Just make it tidy, make it neat. If it's not just a blank wall, make sure your background isn't something that's uh, one of those virtual backgrounds that's unprofessional or something like that. Feel free to, to use one that is, you know, obviously pretty plain or, or professional looking. If there is, if you don't have a great background in your actual room that you're in or, or something is distracting, try to make sure that you're in a place that no one's going to walk behind you, things like that. Just think about it. It might take, you know, just a, a few minutes to think through what your actual setup is in the background behind you. I'd also argue to spend more time than you would have thought on lighting. Make sure that there's not a window behind you in the video shot so that you're not getting blown out by the light and they can't see you very well. Um, also, just look around. Take a look at your, your setting, what's on your desk or your kitchen table, dining room table, bed, wherever you are, to make sure that you have the tools you need at your disposal, whether it's you know notepads, your resume, things like that. They're easily accessible, but also that you can take a peek at what the interviewer is going to see and make basically make judgments essentially on you as a potential worker based on what they see around you. Make it as uh, appropriate as possible for the job that you're going for. You don't need to be any more or less dressed up than you would be in a typical interview in person. So focus on that. So let's just dive into that. Tip number five, don't forget the basics. Dress appropriately. Dress how you would if you go into an in-person interview. I've seen some, some others give recommendations that you can dress down um, because of the, the virtual at-home environment for a lot of folks not coming into an office or a, a place of work. I don't think you need to change anything. I don't think there's anything you have to change about how you address for the job interview just because you're sitting in front of a camera versus in a room. There's oftentimes, actually, let, let me just take a moment to say, as you, as you start to potentially work for or interview at larger and larger organizations, 
at different times, even pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, there are a lot of times you're going to be virtually interviewing with someone, whether you're in one location of the company and they're in another, there's opportunities for you to practice this, this video job interview, these tips, even when you're back in the office or these things, same, these, these same things applied pre-COVID. So the, this is not any new and, and breaking. This is just applying to a lot more people than it did. Some of the home type things you have to think about now than versus before. Um, but I'd argue, use these tips and don't change the way that you would dress or have, an, have your appearance come off any differently virtually than you would in the office. Second, when you're, these are just a list of some basics. Don't forget the basics. So we talk about dress appropriately. Second, just sit up. Don't slack. I've seen someone recently just slacking on a, on a couch, just kind of laying back, relaxing. Um, that's not the image that you want. I don't, I don't really care what job you're going for. I don't think anyone really wants to see someone just relaxing, laying back on a couch as they are um, interviewing for a, interviewing for a new job and trying to put their best foot forward. So it sounds, uh, sounds super simple, but have your, have your shoulders up, posture, sit up, and focus on the camera. It's the best way you can also make yourself more alert as you're going through the interview is actually just your posture itself can help you be more focused. Last on the don't forget the basics, please please be personable and smile. Um, I've had, I, I don't know, I'm not going to put a number out there because it's been several, but I've had several interviews recently where it's probably been 20 to 40 minutes into an interview before the, the candidate smiled. I think I think this technology and some of these new things in, in the virtual interview space stresses a lot of people out, which is why I'm doing an episode on this topic. Don't forget to be you. Don't forget to smile. You need, really need to show in any interview your passion, your excitement for the job you're going for. What I recommend to you is in a, in a, um, in a virtual environment, in a video, you need to almost over-accentuate that excitement, that passion. One of the best ways you can do that is by smiling from the get-go and just easing yourself down. Smile your way into feeling more relaxed. But also, even if you're not even that nervous, just make sure you smile. Make sure you're, even if you're feeling confident, make sure you come across and you share your excitement for the role and just that you're you're generally, a, uh, you're, show them your personality. I don't, I don't want them to guess and wonder if it's because of the the, the virtual environment or the video job interview environment that there's some kind of disconnect there, or if it's just because you're not happy, you're not, you're not a smiley person. So there is a fine line. I will say there is a fine line between smiling and, and getting so excited and overly energetic and passionate that you start almost yelling at the camera. Let's not get to that point. Um, I've seen kind of both extremes. And so I, I caution you there, but you want to over-exaggerate some of the smiling and make sure you, maybe if you need a sticky note on your on your screen, great, go for it. Smile. Just make sure that you are smiling at the camera. So quick recap of the, the five main tips, and I do have some extras bonus. I couldn't limit myself to five. So uh, tip number one was upgrade your internet. Tip number two is get familiar with and practice with the software. Go to YouTube, practice it, find the common problem, uh, common issues, and troubleshoot them and practice that. Tip three, look at the camera, not yourself. Tip four, get background, um, your background and the lighting and all the things around you right. And then tip number five was don't forget the basics, such as dressing appropriately, sitting up, smiling at the camera. And you don't need to be as any different. You need to be as just as formal or casual as you would in person as you would be in the interview on video. So here are a couple extras that I think are just as important as the others, but hey, here we go. Bonus tip number one, use technology to your advantage. Here's what I mean by that. If you're, if you're sitting in a room with someone and having an interview in person, 
I always recommend not having notes in front of you and reading off of a list of your examples or stories you want to tell or questions you want to ask. It, it basically shows to the interviewer that you, you haven't fully prepared or you can't retain a few examples or remember some things. So I have some recommendations of how to get around that in person. I'm not going to go there right now. But use technology to your advantage. They can't see what's around you. What I, what I think you should do and certainly could do, and I think it's totally fair game for you to have, have some notes and some bullet points on a, on a document, Word doc, whatever you use, and have it on your screen just below the camera that you're looking at. So you could look at the camera for most of the interview, like I shared, make that virtual eye contact, but right below it, have your notes around. I think it's totally fair. Make sure, make sure you're using technology the way that you could. Take advantage of it. Um, as needed, have a couple talking points, have a couple questions prepared, things like that. Don't have a novel. Eventually, if you're reading for a long time off of an answer sheet, it's going to become obvious, trust me, but have some, have some cheat sheet items for you right there. Bonus tip number two, and this is one that I actually, I think it's more unique and one that uh, if you're kind of multitasking, I want you to come back here and I think this one is, is going to be an interesting one for you. Send documents ahead of time or screen share. And here's what I mean by that. I don't see a lot of folks do this. If you think about it, if you're in an interview with someone in person, you, you might slide something across the table, whether it's your resume or um, some kind of plan that you've come up with, a 90-day get-up-to-speed plan, you might slide that across the table. One of the things you can do is just send that ahead of time to the recruiter, to the hiring manager, and make sure they have it, and then reference it during the interview. Some candidates do this. I'd say very few do this, however. So this is a way that you can stand out and show some intent, your ability to be proactive and send them something ahead of time that you can then reference and they can pull up. Whether or not they actually read it ahead of time, that's fine. They probably won't, but you can reference it. Even if they don't even pull it up during the interview, they know that you've sent that and you did the proactive work ahead of time there. One thing to take this one extra step further that I think will actually come across really well and stands out well, and it kind of combines one of the, the tips I said earlier about practicing and getting familiar with technology and the, the video conference software you're going to use combined with this, hey, let's prepare some kind of document ahead of time. And that's the screen sharing. So if you, let's say you have a 90-day plan or an example of a coaching and development plan you came up with for someone, or I don't know, how you go about designing lessons, lesson plans as a teacher, whatever it is, think of something that you can show your work, some type of element of a portfolio or something like that, and practice with how do I screen share using the one I'm going to use? Is it through Microsoft Teams or Zoom or WebEx? How do I share my screen and make sure the hiring manager can see what I'm sharing and then walk them through it? Combine that practicing with sharing something ahead of time. And you, again, this is a way to use technology to your advantage. It's not as it's not as easy to do that when you're in a room with someone, you're trying to kind of across the room, point point out different parts of the, the document. This is a way you can do that without being in a room with someone. It's actually even better because you can share your screen and, and point and click. So those are a couple extra bonus tips. Hope that uh, they're helpful. If you want to read more on this topic, I'll definitely link to a couple different articles that I came across I thought I found helpful. Uh, one from Harvard Business Review and a couple others. So I'll put those in the show notes. You can check it out there or in yeah, that's in your podcast player or just go to equippedinterview.com forward slash nine as in episode nine. All right, now it's time for your questions. I received a, a couple recently that I wanted to dive into. The first one is... How do you answer this interviewer question? What excites you most about this position? Okay, that's a good question. Um, I think it's one you actually should prepare for regardless of whether you get this question or not. But if you do get this question and you want to hit it head on, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good call. So I actually, th I think about this a fair amount. So I, I kind of bucket these into three different categories. There are good answers, 
bad answers and some great answers to this type of question. So let's go first the bad, then the good, then we'll get into the the really great answers. So the bad is if you're asked, hey, what excites you about this position? Don't say things like, I'm not sure yet, or the pay or benefits, or this campus is beautiful, or you know, different things like that. And just FYI, I have heard all of these, so I'm not just making those up. Like those are some, those are some very basic things that you should have more more depth than I think most of you would if you're listening to something like this. But um, let's let's just throw that out there that don't go down that path. Uh, so that's the bad. The good. Some answers are, I would put in the good or fine category, and they may not be bad, but aren't really going to help you stand out. They're just kind of fine. And do you really want to walk away from an in an from an interview with a hire manager thinking you're, you're, they're fine. They're okay. They're good. No, you want to stand out. You want to think, man, that was great. So these aren't, these aren't bad, but they're not great, but they're okay answers. And an example of some of these, it might be talking about something, you know, about the company or their product or service, something really basic about the role. Most people do give answers in this category. If you want to call it that, they're just fine. I mean, that could sound something like, you know, I can't wait to be involved with XYZ product. I've been using it myself for years, or I've always wanted to do a job where I get to work with people. And that that's just a very generic statement. Like what, what does work with people really look like? And really, can't you do that in pretty much any job? You're working with people just about, unless you're in a walled off room looking at spreadsheets all day. That's not going to get you to stand out in particular. What I want you to do to stand out for answering how to you know, what excite, what was the exact question? What excites you most about this position? You need to have a great answer. And the great answers usually include taking what you're really good at, sharing how you'll get to use this as a, one of your strengths in a new way in this particular job, why you chose this particular job, site specifics, and why that excites you. Part of this is also making it clear why it benefits the hiring manager. There's always that element to it too. Um, I, d- I would argue that many, uh, many miss this and, and therefore on the flip side, very few do this. So what this could sound like is, and this is going to be kind of generic, so I'm just kind of making this up, but wow, I've been waiting for this particular role or this particular job at this organization or this type of organization to open up. And here's why. Not only do I love building project plans uh, for innovative ideas and products like these products and XYZ, I have a track record of doing it really well. And, and I like making a contribution. And I'm super excited for this particular role because I get the chance to work with a new type of client and business and a new business partner. And that's what I really enjoy. I really enjoy building new relationships as part of my project plans. And this role gives me the chance to do that. And not only do that, but do that with the products and the and the, the kind of company that I can get behind in their mission and vision every single day, make it more enjoyable for me and add a lot more value because I'd be in, enjoying the work itself. Something like that. Like that's there. It combines your why, your strengths, how you'd benefit them, what's new about it, why it excites you and why it's not going to just wear off after the, the, the new job smell wears off, <laughs> um, as I like to say. So those are a couple, a uh, couple examples of bad, good and, and great. All right, let's do one more here. How long should the answer be if someone asks me, tell me about yourself? Okay, good. We we talked about this at length in in episode four. Um, it's actually one of my most downloaded episodes. Episode four is all about this question, tell me about yourself. But I think one thing to extract is, is this exact question. Definitely prepare, but don't spend more than two and a half minutes answering this question. That's my That's my barometer for you there. I want you to practice it and practice out loud and time yourself. I can almost guarantee when you first do this, if you're timing yourself for the first time, you're going to go probably three to four minutes plus. 
what that means is that you're going to need to practice saying it out loud and practice cutting it down and cutting it down. Because once you get actually actually get into that interview room or the Zoom room, um, and even if you've practiced it and you've gotten it down to two and a half minutes, you're, you're likely to go long anyway in the interview setting. So once you get it down to two and a half minutes, maybe it actually turns into three in real life. That's okay. But get it down to two and a half minutes practicing it. And for what it's worth, definitely go back and listen. If you have any more questions on this particular topic, the tell me about yourself question, there's some ways you can really nail that and some ways you can really blow that opportunity. Um, one of ways is being succinct and that's a way you can nail it and go too long to blow it. But there, there are a lot of other ways to approach that question. And I have some really good tips and you know a format and structure you can use in that episode. So if you want to go back and listen to episode four, check that one out. Well, that's all for today, but let's keep the conversation going. Check out equippedinterview.com. And if you like today's episode, please subscribe and rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts or whatever player you're using. Remember, there is dignity in work, so set yourself up for success. Be intentional and build your confidence to stand out in your next job interview.